I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. It's a funny thing, putting a hedge maze in the middle of the sea, because what else is going to have this particular sort of wishing, this other than little shrubbery, manicured shrubbery, arranged in perfect right angles, or maybe... How do they even make curves? How do you even do that? How do you turn a square into a circle? Math, I'm not asking you. Re- in reality, that's crazy that you could turn a square into a circle. I don't know. I think it's only a Verticello thing. They, don't, they can't do that in real life. They definitely can't do that in real life. No, no absolutely too magic. Yeah. The swishing of the sea air on manicured tiny hedge leaves is a very specific sound that you haven't, you don't hear anywhere else. Maybe it's what it looks like down there under the water when seaweed is going this way or that, or when a clownberry fish is diving in between anemones. Maybe that's what it sounds like. But up here, very, very specific. Julia's least favorite fruit, a clownberry. Clownberry fish. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. It's like the sound of swishy pants, like, yeah. <laughs> like gym mm-hmm. pants that you weren't allowed to buy because sweatpants are for the devil. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. want to wear clothes with distract from my bod. Thank you, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking it, True. Troy. Thank you, Troy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is uh, this is stunning, actually. I know it's gonna like kick our ass in like ten seconds, but like beautiful. 
Now, Arello did say that it was like a museum, and I'm not really seeing the museum part of it yet, so I'm a little disappointed, but otherwise beautiful. Do they make museums what are empty, and, and what you do is, like, is the building the art? Yes, Sometimes. they do. Is that, is that this? Yeah. Maybe? But it can hurt you? It's like, Troy, it's like, sometimes the it's not what's in the book, it's the book itself that is the book, you know? Whoa. Can yeah. I read it just by looking at it? Yep. That save me so much time. I know. Damn. I know. Troy, write something down. <laughs> um, before we before we go in, everyone, let's let's have a quick gather round. Havana, you're in this too. Group huddle. Huddle. I think it's like a I think it's like a museum in that Orello and no one Orello would know would be caught dead in it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Vanna, everyone you know told you you can't be a male doctor because you're a man. So why let what they think get in the way of you learning something? Troy, I'm really trying to move past this with my relief. <laughs> with kind of just like my new... You don't have to keep reminding me. You know, you're right. Me saying that you're a male doctor is part of the problem. Yeah. Yes, Troy. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thanks, bruv. Bruv's correct, bruv's. And that's really important to me. <laughs> Sorry, Cammy. I'm, I'm just trying to move on. If you keep bringing it up, do you still have an irrational fear of mattresses? Um, I also can, don't. I just need everyone to stop bringing up embarrassing things about me so I can move forward. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Can we? How about we all be nice to Havana right now, in particular because of what I'm about to tell you, mm -hmm. which is my magic might be super wonky in here. Oh, oh no. No. Why? Um. So this is a divine labyrinth, and my magic is mm, not that. So oh. it might do weird counteracty things, and I just want to warn everyone in advance in case things get a little weird. Can I notice what Havana's doing and how he's reacting right now? Sure. What role would you like? Oh, Amanda oh. playing the game. I didn't even think about that. Uh, insight. Uh, it's just an eight. Unfortunately, just an eight. Just an eight. The dice not letting Amanda play the game. Yeah, <laughs> gentlemen's eight. It's flat eight. It's yeah, flat eight. What are you? What are you? What are you looking for? Do I sense any distrust coming from Havana toward Cammy? <laughs> with, with I wish I was proficient in bruvs. With an eight. Can Troy be proficient in bruvs? Can we add that to his character sheet, please? <laughs> you, yes, you can be proficient in bruvs. That's fine. Nice. Really? I don't think that this would gain you more insight to your bruvs. I don't know if this will help you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to add it to my character sheet anyway. You can still write it down. The you can write stands. it down whatever you want. Yeah, the eight stands. Solid, solid. Um, I think you're really caught up right now. You know, like when your parents are really interested in saying the right pronouns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're really interested too mm. much. You have to really think hard. My whole forebrain is on not calling is a male on, doctor. Yeah, not calling yeah. a male, okay. male doctor. That's yeah, fair. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just got to repeat it. Got to repeat it. And then when someone corrects you, say thank you and then just move on. Yeah, you just move on. Cool. I'm not going to roll an insight because Cammy trusts Havana. Nice. <laughs> Cammy, is there anything we can help you? Or like if anything goes wrong, like is there something we can do? Um... I mean, worst case scenario, carry my body out. Yeah, more. I mean, it won't. It's uh, we we would, but it's not going to come to that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't mean like if I died. I mean oh. like if like something tries to possess me yeah. or like knocks oh, me okay. out or that yeah. kind of stuff. I wasn't going to dying. I mean, it sounded like you. <laughs> Unrelated is everyone's will 
in the captain's quarters with the ghost? No, <laughs> and you don't go in there. So then where is it? If we, if we, if we need to execute it. Or like, do we just want a round table what we all want to do when we die? When I die, I want ev- all the pirates to come and plunder my stuff. Yeah. Do, do we count as pirates? Yeah, of course you do. Okay, cool. So first dibs on Umby's stuff. It would Got be it. disrespectful not to. That's the rule of mm-hmm. the seas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I obviously want to be laid out in the remotest corner of the crags so my body can become soil for future terraforming. That okay. makes sense. Cool. I like it. Yeah. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> not a no? Not a, no. do you look can you throw something out there just in case? You can make tea out of me, I guess. Pretty good. Ooh. That's pretty good. And then you all have to drink it. Kemi makes direct eye contact <laughs> with everyone. You all have to drink it. Okay. I don't take this in a weird way, Cammy, but I I do want to, I do want to taste that tea. You taste the tea of me all the time. <laughs> I wouldn't drink I don't know if I want to drink someone's body tea, but if that's the thing you want when you're dead, I I'll, I'll do it. Hey, you have yeah. drank my tea before. That's okay. Is is it all your body tea? Sometimes. Oh. I don't tell you which. I know. I yeah, the trickery is the is what's giving me consternation. <laughs> Uh, uh, traditional path ceremony, please, Cam. You got it. You got it. Yeah, but like the stuff in the book explicitly. Right. Don't give me any of that playing guitar reform shit. You got <laughs> it. Nothing that continuous thankful would have done. Absolutely. No, that's the opposite of what I said. No, he was a a tea bag. That's he w- like a tea bag, <laughs> but worse. Oh no. What's All right, I'm, writing my, I'm gonna write my will out. I'm gonna be doing that. I'm gonna write it out. Okay. All right. Havana, do you have any like tips for us as a person who loves that stuff? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm new. I'm kind of new to the whole thing. I think what Cammy's getting at, divine labyrinth, is interesting. There's probably something going on in there. I assume. It's planter related. I don't know what religious, I don't know what sect or maybe uh, ideology that they, that might have spiraled off from. Um, let's keep our wits about us. Um, we might need a vouch for Cammy. We'll see. Eric, can I roll a religion check to see if I've read anything or heard anything about like the divine labyrinth in relation to the planter in my studies? Sure. That sounds like a good thing. Or any of my overstock buddies? Sure, sure, sure. He could have been a monk. We don't know him. We don't know me. Uh, well, I did get a 10 total. Cool. Maybe, I don't know, maybe this is out of character for Umbi, but maybe he wasn't really paying attention while Havana was speaking. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, that doesn't know. sound right. And, you know, your eye, and you're like, oh, what a cool arch. And your eyes are drifting away, and then you see that there are, on the wall, there's kind of like a, st- a full stone edifice, mm. which is the entrance to the Divine Labyrinth. There's like big stone walls inside of this arch that kind of continues. It's cracked and has lichen and barnacles growing all over it because of the sea. And it's all eroded because of the sea air. Mm-hmm. Just like home. Yeah. The same phrase is carved into these big walls. This big hallway that you're going to have to walk through to go into the labyrinth itself. And here is what it says. Our world germinated in three sunny days, growing and growing in the planter's gaze. The produce and shrub, the flora and bug, but in the twilight, some final seeds they had dug. 
If green folk find themselves here, the danger is dire. You're a long way from home, and it's never been drier. A key in the sky, a key for a maze, a key that still hurts, a key with a gaze. We'll see which one's left as you wind through your ways. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. Yay. That wasn't a guava bird, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is this this poem is gonna bring us nothing but pain probably. But it's as beautiful as it's just as beautiful as this shrubbery maze. Like it's just whoever put this together really knew what they were doing, you know? Yeah. Oh I wonder. Cammy, are I mean, you thinking what I'm thinking? What are you thinking? Can we read it like deeper? <laughs> so here's a here's an interesting thought looking at this poem. And I just wanna like let's let's break it down, shall we? We could do a little poetry corner. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Umbi takes out a beret that he got from Aubergine. Mm-hmm. Wait, if you read a thing you read already again, do you think you, like, understand different stuff? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yo. Okay, so, there's four types of green folk, right? Yeah. Produce, and shrub, and flora, and bug, and Cammy points to each of those on the wall in the poem. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're saying that there were final seeds that had been dug. So maybe there's, like, other type of green folk that we don't know about yet. Whoa. Oh, that'd be tight. Just like how there are four countries, but there are also people what don't live in any country. That's true. Maybe like uh, like the salmon is some other kind of green folk that we just never met before. Whoa. What could it be, though? I don't know. Like, what is that? Are, is every fifth, is every other kind of green folk the salmon green folk? Maybe. Whoa, I don't know. It does say seeds, so it could be like even more than one additional type of green folk. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Whoa. Maybe there's a whole other world in the, it, where where the salmon is. It's just like a whole other place, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. Cammy takes out the glasses. All right, let's read. <laughs> Cammy, you pop the glasses on. Uh, nothing happens. You can't read anything because there's we. It's weird. <laughs> it's some weird old lenses that make everything that give you a headache and make your eyes swim. Cammy takes the glasses off. I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't work then, I guess. Cammy, take one point of psychic damage because your All headache right, hurts you. Fine, about forty-nine hit points instead of fifty. <laughs> What happens, man? Um, Eric was, is the they in the second line intentionally capitalized? I'm just curious. Yes. That, I mean, that's the pronoun for the planter. Ah, mm. uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Yes. True close reading there. Yeah. Good close reading, everyone. High fives. Good close reading. I give you all participation points for this day in class. Yay. <laughs> well, folks, I think the only thing left to do is do this maze. But uh, before we go in. I have a little, uh, a little, a little uh, gift, a little toast for you. Okay. And Umby's gonna pull out his most beautiful flagon. You have flagons now. <laughs> <laughs> and the four little shot glasses. He's going to pour each one of us a potion of heroism. Ooh. Ooh. What does that do? And the effect is: for one hour after drinking it, you gain ten temporary hit points that last for one hour. For the same duration, you are under the effect of the bless spell with no concentration required. Whoa. Which means that whenever you make an attack or saving throw, you get to add a d4 
to the number rolled to that attack roll or saving throw. For an hour? Ooh, hell That's yeah. Sick. All right, I will have to keep track of that, what's roughly an hour, but I will certainly honor that. Tight. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Eric? Yeah, dude. Two quick questions. What time of day is it? Because I think we established like we slept and then we arrived. You definitely sailed through the night, so I would say morning. Okay. And then second question is like, I know it's a big maze. If we had to guess how big in terms of like square miles, what would we be looking at? Oh, good question. I mean, like, it's really fucking big. Mm-hmm. I Like, a mi- more than a mile. Mm-hmm. I looked up hedge mazes before. Yeah, so, like, Barcelona's oldest hedge maze covers over 2,000 feet mm-hmm. in total. Seems like it's the entirety of this island, right? Yeah, I would say, so more than a square mile, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll play it by ear. I'm not sure I'm going to break this one out just yet. Cool. Yeah. I also want to say... If you want to try to check it out in some sort of way, I can tell you something more specific for what you're looking for. Sure. But I'd be like, you are at the front of this thing, and you're like, wow, this thing is large. Especially because you look at it, and you're on ground level, too. Mm-hmm. These hedges are stretching out in all directions, and eventually it, like, touches the horizon. You can't see it. There is, though, like, kind of dotted in your field of vision is a tower, An observatory tower, like in the middle of a maze? Yeah, there's like a tower that's kind of busting into view out of somewhere in the labyrinth. Cool. Yeah. Um, I would like to sniff the air. Okay. I want to do an arcana check and just see what the vibe of this maze is in terms of smells. Mm -hmm. Like a wee pup. Pretty good. Uh, That's a dirty 20, 16 plus 4. Mmm... Julia, it smells like pulling blackberries out of the bush. Okay. It smells both green and sweet and tart and salty because you're sweating all over yourself all at the same time. It is the sheer smell of creation. In a place where people seem to believe in a monotheistic creator of the divine. Cool. These hedges gonna move on us? I don't know. (laughs) Don't give me that coquettish (laughs) look when I ask questions. I don't know. (laughs) All right. All right. Cool. Buried inside of that, as kind of an undertone, is, you know, when 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 you rip out weeds also, you smell underground yeah, mm-hmm. churned dirt. You are literally unearthing this. You, there is an undercurrent of the underground. Okay. A sousson. A touch, a, 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 a base note of this. Like hedges have been peeling their roots out of the ground and walking around, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Who can say? Okay. Cool. Who can say what, that, cool, what cool, that, cool. that says? Cool, 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 cool. All right, guys. So like we always say in the crags, if you get separated, go to high ground or your mom, whichever is closer. So right now, our mom is Harold and Syl. We go back to the ship if we get lost or high ground like that thing. And Troy points forward to the tower. Hey, Troy, can you make an intelligence saving throw for me? <laughs> what Great. the fuck? Okay, well... I got a 19 plus zero, but I have Brandon's D4, so that's a 22. Troy, here's what happens. Cammy and Umby, Troy disappears for a second. What? Troy, you are standing on the top of this, obs- on the top of this observatory, still with your finger out. 
I cast my gaze around very quickly. Make, see if it, I can, make a perception check. Yeah, I want to see any roots. All right. Uh, Troy has never been up this high, I don't think. <laughs> Famously in mountains and whatnot. Yeah, that's just a six. <laughs> okay. Yep, that checks out. That makes good. sense. Troy, this hedge maze is big! And then since your arm is still outstretched, you then pop back to where you were standing. Wow! Uh, what was that? I was very briefly on, on that tower, but I'm not going to lie to you. My tongue felt rumbly, and I did not notice anything useful. <laughs> Cammy goes, let me try and points. <laughs> Cammy, make an intelligence saving throw, please. Uh, okay. Well, let me, let me roll Brandon's... Uh, D4, because I don't think it's going to help that much, but an eight. <laughs> oh, tough. Cammy disappears. What? What? Fuck! Cammy, why'd you do that? God damn it, Cammy! Did that happen to me? And Cammy, you are now standing on the top of this observatory. Whoa! How, how do I get back now? Okay. Do, do I just go, all right, back? Cabbage tries to like, all right, back. <laughs> hey, my friend, nothing happens. Huh, okay. Can I see the entrance of the maze? Uh, sh- well, you got plenty of time, dude. Make a reception check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm good at perceiving things. That's a 19 plus three for a 22. For 22. Okay. So, first of all, the tower that you're standing on. Yeah, I think an observatory is a good way to sense it. Much like the stones that you walked up. It's like all these stones arranged together with moss growing out of it. And there's like a little spire at the top with a telescope kind of poking out of it but it's more of like a hut fun <laughs> like it looks like a tower spire from the outside because like with the slightly darker colored roof but it's more like someone carved a hole in a hut okay and put a telescope there does it seem like someone did that recently or no 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 pretty ancient Got pretty it. pretty cool. old pretty old pretty old um there are stairs that are spiraling down the tower for you to get down okay um julia never use spiral stairs again <laughs> never again <laughs> never again yeah if you want to jump off it's probably like three stories i don't have a little hat like umby does no you don't no, no, you it should have been me with a 22 you are oh what am i doing um Brandon, Amanda, get out of here. Oh, <laughs> oh. get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Hey, it's Amanda. Don't you love that new arc smell? Oh, this episode is so good. Thank you so much to everyone who has joined the Join the Party Patreon over the last couple of weeks. Now, we are very busy dealing with our Jokin um, uh, surplus, uh, which I will tell you about in just a second. So we will thank you next week if you have joined in the last week because here we go, guys. Another reason to join the Patreon is you get 10% off if you're a patron at the $10 level or above. And that tier includes also ad-free episodes and party planning video and all kinds of other goodies. I mentioned that because through a hilarious series of mishaps, we've ended up with 100 Black Pearl Jokins instead of the three we ordered. So for a limited time, until we run out, because we are never making them again, you can get two Jokins for the price of one. That's right. Every single order of a Jokin at jointhepartypod.com slash merch will come with not only a gold Jokin, but also a Black Pearl 
edition. Now, we'll still be doing something special. We will still be giving away some highly limited edition coins in the future. But for now, we have about 48 too many jokins that we need to get rid of. So go on ahead to jointhepartypod.com slash merch and get two jokins for the price of one. Now, remember when I said the merch discount? If you're a patron, patreon.com slash join the party pod at the $10 level or above, you can also check your messages for a discount code. And if you don't have your code, just send us a message. We'll get you set up. This week at Multitude, it is a very exciting time because it is new member show week. That's right. We have a brand new podcast here at Multitude that you should check out because this is big game hunger, people. Big Game Hunger is a weekly comedy show where Jenna Stieber and friends craft the next big video game every episode. Starting with a randomly generated genre, concept, and vibe, Jenna and a variety of funny and game-obsessed guests will take these ideas far enough that they could pitch it to a shadowy board of rich investors if they wanted to. By the end of the episode, they'll have honed an IP so irresistible, you'll be ready to risk 25 bucks for it on Steam, okay? So get ready to laugh about games you love, learn about game trends, and yearn for titles that will surely never make their release date. New episodes every Monday starting today, yesterday, October 23rd, this week. Guys, we're so excited. Look up Big Game Hunger in your podcast app or go to biggamehunger.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, I know for me that there are lots and lots of times when my brain just won't stop talking to me. And I don't like it because I want my brain to be my friend. I want it to be my ally. And sometimes it feels like it's really working against me, uh, which I don't love, which kind of sucks. And one of the ways that I cope with that is in therapy, talking about different strategies for talking back to myself and for kind of rationalizing those thoughts and making sure that I have almost a comeback for what I should say to them when the shoulds get to me. When all of those things about, you know, what I should do, what's good for me, all the ways that I could have taken care of myself better today, when all of that is like a monologue keeping me up at night. I have something to fight back with almost. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, but you're not sure how, try BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. We are also sponsored this week by Ravensburger. Now, Eric and I have been uh, sort of sorting through and cleaning up the Multitude office recently, and he did just say to me a few minutes ago, Amanda, don't you think this many puzzles is too many puzzles? And I said, you're probably right, but the ones I'm keeping are Ravensburger ones because you too can enjoy the timeless pleasure of assembling Ravensburger's extraordinary jigsaw puzzles. Not only are they beautiful, not only do they come in a range from uh, small piece puzzles to over 40,000 pieces, they're made to last. We have Ravensburger puzzles in my grandma's house that I've been putting together for all of my three and change decades. And I know that I'll be holding on to the ones that are Ravensburger branded because they are high quality. Now, whether you puzzle to kind of have like a meditative moment as a part of your like self-soothing or self-care, or you bond with family and friends by doing a puzzle together, I highly recommend you check them out. Now, go ahead and shop Ravensburger in your local game or hobby store or on Amazon today. That's Ravensburger, R-A-V-E-N-S-B-U-R-G-E-R. 
And finally, we would love to welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Bodoni's Dungeon. This is the ultimate destination for TTRPG enthusiasts looking for unique and high-quality gear inspired by the game. Their shop is so cool. It is dedicated to providing you with clothing that's not only stylish and comfortable, but also reflects your love for D&D and TTRPGs generally. I got a sweatshirt from Bodoni Designs that is all the rage here in Brooklyn. I have worn it out a couple of times and gotten comments both times because it says plus one AC on it. Um, I didn't feel quite sort of ready to buy the hat that says hot girls play D&D, but you know what? You can. It is so nice. They have all kinds of like cheeky. Definitely you get it if you get it, like the hat that says on a side quest or the shirt that says doing it for the plot. It's extremely good, but also like classy. And so if you look at most, you know, like D&D or TTRPG branded merch and you're like, meh, not really my vibe, I think this one might be. And they have been kind enough to create a coupon code just for Join the Party listeners. So if you go to bodonidesigns.etsy.com, that's B-O-D-O-N-I designs.etsy.com, you can use the promo code, the coupon code, join the party for 10% off your purchase between now, October 24th, and November 24th. So one more time, that's bedonidesigns.etsy.com. And the code join the party, I think it has to be in all caps. So just to be safe, put it in all caps. We'll get you 10% off your purchase through November 24th, 2023. And now let's get back to the show. Cool. Uh, here we go. With a 22, this is not in the center of the maze. It's kind of like off a little bit to stage left okay. to audience right. Like the correct distance back, though? Is the maze like basically square? Yes, it's basically, I would say okay. basically square. I think if we divided it into nine squares, like one, two, three, ABC. Like tic-tac-toe, yeah. Yeah, you're in like C2. You're on like the middle right one. Okay. I'm making a little map for myself. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And it's very, this thing is super twisty. Uh, It looks like it's square from the outside, but you see that the outside is just kind of edge and there's twists and turns, squiggles everywhere. Okay. You do see close to the middle, there is a grove that is overgrown. Okay. Which you can't see into. Okay. It's far away, but it is roughly in the center of the maze, right? Gotcha. And finally, with the 22, I will say, you see that there is, there's something walking around in the Divine Labyrinth. Okay. What section is it currently in? It's currently, I guess it would be in, like, kind of the bottom section. Mm-hmm. Let's say A3. Closer to the entrance? Closer to the entrance in front of you, but it's in one gotcha. of the, it's in kind of, like, the corner below you. Okay. From far away, you can't see a lot of the details, Mm -hmm. but you notice it has the head of a pumpkin seed. Oh, my God. A big pumpkin seed head. Its body, its humanoid body is made out of roots. I don't know if you've ever seen, like, in an anthropology exhibit 
or in a body, like the body's exhibit or like a biology class. Right. When you strip it down without the skin. And it's just veins, right? Yeah. That's what it looks like with roots. Oh, just veins? Just veins. And it looks like that with roots. But the thing you notice, mostly, you don't notice that because it's carrying a six foot long scythe behind it. Oh, sweet. That's dragging behind it and cutting into, errantly into the hedges that it's walking through. Is it making its own path in doing that? No, it's following the path, but this creature is not really paying attention to where the scythe is. So so every so often it will just slice into a hedge. Okay. All right, cool. And do I hear like the screams of citizens of Vertistello every time that it cuts into one of those? You know, you might be too far away to hear that. (laughs) But But, like if I was close, what? But interesting thought. It's an interesting Mm -hmm. thought. I've read Ray Bradbury. I know what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So that's what you see. Oh, and can I see my most important question? Can I see the entrance? You can see the entrance, yes. Okay. All right. So I can see kind of Troy and Umby from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay, we'll hold here. I'm going to see okay. if you guys can shout to each other, but I might kick you out later if needed. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Hello. Hi. You look like Michigan J. Compass. Do, 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 do. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba, da, ba. That way. Um, real quick, Eric. Yeah. How tall are these hedges? Oh, good question. Um, taller than you, certainly. I'm going to say roughly 8 to 10 feet. Like, basketball hoop height, you know? Okay. So, like, you can't see over them, but they're not incredibly tall. Okay. Cool. Uh, hey, Troy and Umby, <laughs> you look up, and you see that Cammy, far away, is standing on the top of this tower. See, I'm glad we talked about what happens if we get separated. Yeah, that's a good point. Cammy does big wave in the distance. We wave back. Can I do some like really bad semaphore to to Cammy to be like, do we go in? What what do we do? We're sure gonna try. Give me a charisma check, my friend. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, nine plus two for eleven. Eleven. I think you can badly tell Cammy what to do. Here's what I'm gonna say, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Slack me what you want to say to Cammy. <laughs> I'll reduce it to what Cammy can kind of can scry from you. Okay. Uh, nice. So you guys, you can give the instruction that you mean. I'll interpret that as an 11. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> this is great. All right, Cammy. Mm-hmm. Umby is kind of gesturing, like, into the maze. Okay. <laughs> You're getting a lot of, like... Us in maze shoulder shrug. Okay. Um, give me one second because I need to figure out directions that are 25 words or under because we're going to use sending, baby. Yeah. Yay! Is it only once one message? Uh, you can send one back. Now, Brandon. Okay, but it's not like a walkie talkie. It's just like one message that's sent. No, it's once uh, one action. Now, Cammy, who are you sending this to? Troy. Yeah. Wow, rude. <laughs> if only, I don't know, maybe there was an example that Brandon can edit in Recently, here yeah. of that happening and Umby just kind of using sending incorrectly. I don't think there's any example of that. <laughs> Umby, you can respond with 25 words. Oh, you know, just kicking a little asshole's ass real fast. <laughs> it's 11 words. <laughs> 
worry about me. What? Morello. I got it. <laughs> 20 words. Ding, nice. ding, ding. And then you get an email back in your brain. Brandon, really? <laughs> yeah, see, nothing. This is fun. I like making this show. Yeah, does a dragon. Good game. Good game. Um, I'm going to send Eric this. Uh, just to confirm it's exactly 25 words. Cool. That is exactly 25 words. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, you're good. So you, Troy hears Cammy's voice in their head Here, saying... I'll, I'll take my headphones off. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> All right. Grove in middle. Stranger with sight to right. Avoid. Keep to left if you can. Try to meet in the middle or stay put. Question mark. Love you. He's like that to me, Julia. Yeah. God, I'm so excited to hear Troy's interpretation of this message, whatever it is. And Julia, does my response have to be the same amount? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can see what a man is writing. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, Troy nods solemnly, makes eye contact with Cammy in the tower, and says, Thank you, my oldest and best bruv. We'll go left and meet in the middle. If we look in danger, help us. Bye-bye now. I took off my headphones for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Troy turns to Havana and Umby and says... All right, Cammy has some good intel. There is a dangerous guy, what with a big knife, to the right. What? So we should stay to the left of the maze. Okay. There's a grove in the middle, and we're going to meet Cammy in the middle. Okay. Well, I mean, I was going to suggest anyway, like anyone who knows anything about Solomon Mazes, you just keep making left turns. That's how you do it. Now, did Umbi watch that on some sort of in-flight video? Um, where did I watch that? <laughs> I don't think it was in an in-flight video, but it was something similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys not all go to the Liberty Science Center and they teach you how to figure out a maze by keeping one hand on the wall the entire time? Yeah. All right, uh, Amanda and Brandon, can you step out for just two seconds? Yep. This one will be, this one will be very short. Bye. Amanda's going to be pressed with her ear to the door. Julia, hey. I'm going to give you the full mechanics of how you are going to navigate the labyrinth. So as you attempt to navigate the divine labyrinth, describe what you do, and you're going to roll survival. Great. On an 18+, you get two points. On a 15+, you get one point. On a 14 to 10, you get one point, but... Something go wrong. You're in a bad place. But something, something happens. On a 10 or less, you get turned around. The name... Of the guy with the scythe is the harvester. Oh, fuck. On a less than 10, you get turned around. The harvester is one step closer to you, and I get to make a hard move against you. Shit. Okay. Okay. In order, these points can be redeemed for wonderful prizes. <laughs> you can spend one point to find something valuable or useful, you can spend two to find something valuable and useful. You can spend two to get a clue on where the harvester is if you can't see them. You can spend four to get a clue on how to defeat the harvester. You can spend five to find an exit, get to the grove, or get the drop on the harvester. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to tell these instructions again to Brandon and Amanda. They will be missing something. You cannot tell them. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. 
The only way I can do this is knock on the window, and Amanda looks so like, what What did I do every time I do it? Yeah. Other than yell, big yell, Amanda! Yeah, I don't that. would also that. scare me, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah, that one seems worse. You should just uh, get some kind of cute animal to send in front of Amanda's yeah. view. Yeah, true. true. True, true, true. Okay. Amanda, Brandon, Julia. What up? Here is how you're going to navigate the Divine Labyrinth. This is based on that thing that I did in the campaign with the puzzle cleric. Mm. Oh, my best friend! It's based on a similar thing, but this is adapted for D20 system. Sick. As you attempt to navigate the Divine Labyrinth, describe how you do it, then roll survival. On an 18+, plus, you get two points. On a 15+, plus, you get one point. On a 14 to 10, you get one point, but you're going to run into a denizen of the hedges, or you're in a bad place. Okay. On a less than 10, you get turned around, and the GM can make any hard move against you. You're, you can spend one point to find something valuable or useful. You can spend two points to find something valuable and useful. You can spend two points to get a clue on blank. You can spend four points to get a clue on blank. You can't use those two yet. Okay. You can spend five points to find an exit, get to the grove, or something else, which you can't do yet. Okay. The rules for the three of you is that these points are a pool for your group together. Okay. Oh. So... While Cammy is separated, Cammy can only do this for Cammy. However, if you all all of you get together, you can pull your points together. Uh, for groups of people, you will need to switch off who rolls survival. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay. I got plus two. I got plus zero. You will have to do Havana as well if you're bringing Havana with you. Yeah. What is Havana survival? It's part of medicine, so he has plus one. Oh, great. All right, sweet. Yeah. And these are just straight-up checks, not saving. These are straight-up checks, unfortunately, for your bless, yes. Yeah, Yeah. so that's what you need to know. Fun. All right, I'm I'm excited. We got this, Umbus. We got this, Umbus. I will also need to keep you separated for the time being. If there are opportunities where you all want to talk to you, because like uh, Brandon asked, if someone is standing on on this tower, you can see them from inside the labyrinth, you will be far away, and it will be kind of tough. Okay. Yeah. Troy, Umbi, and Havana, you can now enter the labyrinth if you'd like. Right now, it seems like your entrances are the front entrance, and but you can go to the tower if you'd like. Okay. What do you do? Well, friend, well, friends, should we get going? Yeah, I feel like we got to do it. And if Cammy has knows some stuff that we don't know and can help us out from afar, that seems smart. Yeah, I guess we'll just keep an eye on Cammy while we go and see if Cammy does any semaphore or whatever. So many hand signals. Yeah, you don't put the whole crew in the crow's nest. Come on, boat no. would tip over. Come on, the boat would tip over. <laughs> <laughs> tip over. Whole boat would go right over. That's why That's you don't. It's true. Do it. That's why they make them so small. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, I think we should just start by going left. Take left turns. Yeah, left, left always. Keep it, keeping our hand on the wall. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Troy is going to scatter um, sawdust behind them as they go through the maze. I got my pockets full of sawdust. I always do. Makes the pants voluminous. <laughs> you always have pockets full of sawdust. <laughs> yeah, what if you brought up trucks? You want to be polite. You want to put some sawdust on it so the barkeep doesn't get mad at you. 
Eric, it's canon now. You can't change it. <laughs> Eric, that's up to you, bud. <laughs> you can't just have... Hell, I've had sawdust the entire time. That's so funny, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. You know what? Roll a d10 for me. Three. You have three handfuls of sawdust in your pocket. Great. Yeah. Great. I'll use it at a important, uh, important <laughs> junctures. Important sure. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah, we're ready. Let's do it. I think, uh, Amanda, you had the highest. I have a proficiency in survival, so I have plus three. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, before you roll, uh, describe how are you going to begin this first dive into the labyrinth? Yeah. Troy is going to gather his bruvs together, put our three hands in. We're going to say, to get some keys, and then stride confidently into the maze. Begin as you intend to end, you know? Yep. We're gonna love that for him. We're kind of like like uh like kindergartners going to lunch. We're gonna like hold each other's belt loops or something. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're kids on a rope, walking <laughs> with a rope. Yeah, no, I like that. All right, got ten plus three for thirteen. Thirteen. One point. We and but something happened. Okay. We Cammy, here's what it looks like from your direction, right? You're watching them, they wa- they go inside, they take a left, and you're like Oh, I guess they're just immediately walking towards the rickety bridge over a over a gorge that goes nowhere. <laughs> oh, um, Cammy tries to wave to get their attention. Don't go that way. <laughs> that bridge. That bridge. That bridge. <laughs> Does the bridge go to nowhere, or is the gorge down? No, the gorge to goes nowhere. to nowhere. Endless okay. gorge, rickety Endless bridge. Gorge. You continue the left, and then boom. Oh man, this bridge is as crickety as my bones. Did we notice Cammy? Any chance we notice her? No, you don't notice her. I mean, maybe once <laughs> you get to the bridge, you look up and see Cammy is waving her arms wildly. But uh, no, <laughs> the first thing you do is you end up at this rickety bridge. Is there uh, other people taking turns, or do we just go again? Uh, well, first you got to decide if you want to cross the bridge. You can turn around, but I'm going to take your point away. But if you want to cross the bridge, you get to hold on to the point. What do you think, Brandon? Oh, I mean, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well. We're all going to die one day. Uh, a team good roll. I'm going to cross a rickety bridge. This will end well. <laughs> Havana's like, hey, how deep do you think this gorge goes? I'm sure it goes to nowhere, Havana. Forever! It goes forever! <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Oh, and a voice comes back being like, go away, away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we listen to the voice? Is that the voice of like the planter or something? I think if I were in character, I think Umby would be like, if the maze is telling us to go away, that's probably a good sign we're going the right way, right? Oh, yeah, because it doesn't want us to get to the middle. All right. And then Troy's going to step first onto the bridge. <laughs> Creep. This is just, this bridge is covered in vines and lichen, and there's still particles everywhere. It's on the edge of the maze. It still gets a lot of that sea air, so it's like real, everything's like a little crunchy. Even the rope is a little crunchy. It is just like slats of wood arranged haphazardly, some broken, some not, some rotten, some not, with two ropes across this gorge. Oh, I know what we need to do. We need to rely on the power of friendship. And uh, Troy's going to have his necklace shoot an arrow across the gorge. Hell yeah. Land in the ground. 
or if there's any like tree or hedge maze, I'd love to have it at kind of like, you know, shoulder level. But you can fire it into, the, I'm sure that it takes another turn. The, yeah, you can yeah. fire into the maze. Yeah, yeah cool. So uh, I'm going to have it anchor as a, a steady point and I'll go last then. Incredible. All right, folks, we're all going to make some dexterity checks, but we'll do it with advantage. Yay! Some, Yay! Just some back to basics Dungeons and Dragons here. 18 for Troy. Well, Eric, I rolled a 17 and a 16. Wow. So that Whoa. is a... And I was concerned. 19 total. I rolled a four. <laughs> oh, and a 19! Yeah! Ooh, yeah. Havana is yeah. moving. You're putting all your weight on the rope, and you are delicately toe-stepping your way across this rickety bridge. Hell yeah. Nice. You know, I know these. I know how to navigate creeks because the creeks are inside of me all the time. So I know oh, like, yeah. which way to move with them. You know. Whoa, that's nice. Yeah. You've only said bad things about getting older, but that one's pretty good. Yeah. Did I say bad things about getting older? It's tight. No, you should get old. All right. <laughs> I think that's out of my hands. I don't know how much you can control that when you're out here. I mean, well, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> See. See. It's, it's a great point. See? That's a great. That's a good point. I am a doctor. And I can tell you. You can't. There's only so much you can control about dying. <laughs> hey, here's a question: how, how how long do you think you would get bored falling down a gorge that goes forever? I think it would probably take the same amount of time that it would take you get bored anytime. So you know, a couple hours. But it'd be a thrilling. I guess. It, yeah, I guess a couple hours for sure. I or I'd get used to it after like thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Like a sitcom, like twenty-two minutes. I mean, really, like that. Just if that just becomes your normal, then you'd sort of just get used to it, and you'd probably be able to sort of like live your life, you know. Like sleeping, I'd probably flip over to like my back, and then my belly, and then my left, and then my right. Sure. Yeah. And then you just hope it comes back around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Eventually, you'll fall all the way back, and then you can mm-hmm. stop doing it. Uh, hell yeah! All right, that's one point for the team. Woo! Woo! Uh, let's check in with Cammy. Cammy, how is that for you? <laughs> Very nerve-wracking. I'm a little nervous for them, but you know what? They'll make it through, okay? Do I get to go now? <laughs> yeah, Cammy. what do you want to do? Cammy is going to look down at the maze in between the tower and where she knows the grove to be mm-hmm. and is going to take out a little piece of paper from her side pack and is going to start, like, kind of trying to sketch out a idea of where to go. Hell yeah. All right. Smart good. dude. I got a plus three to survival, and I just rolled a 15 plus three for an 18. All right. I think you get a good enough sketch. I think it's just kind of for the space around around the grove in the center. Mm-hmm. As you get close to the grove, you can have this map, this little thing. Okay. Which, but it's only about, like, that area, I would say. All right, cool. Uh, then I'm going to do that. This is not you navigating the labyrinth, but this is you mapping out. You can map out the stuff around the grove, which will help you. As you get into the labyrinth, if you so choose. Okay, so I'm going to use this turn then to sketch a map of the space between the tower and the grove. And then my next turn, I'll probably uh, have Cammy move. Sure, 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 sure. Nice. No points! Um, let me, hey, Julia, let me just send you something. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, Amanda, Brandon, cover your ears really quickly. Okay. You don't have to leave, just cover your ears. Cammy. Hey. The harvester is walking towards the party. Navigating that bridge took a second. So the harvester is gaining. Okay. 
Cool. Hey, so Troy did a survival. Who wants to go next from the group of people? I think Havana does. Havana, Havana can go. Havana has a plus one. Yeah. All right. Havana has plus one to survival. Let's see how it do. Troy is thinking so hard about not mentioning the mattress. <laughs> Havana says, I know. Hey, I know you two don't really believe in it. But I think uh, if I, ch- since we're in the Divine Labyrinth, if I channel my, like, inner relationship with the path. I mean, see, I'm good at navigating the path of cultivation, which is just more like walking well, like through a maze. like on a path when you think about it. Yeah, it's like navigating a maze Whoa. through a labyrinth. And I think that my, uh, you know, my relationship with, the, with um, you know, my community and my religion will definitely help me figure this out. So just, like, give me a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we both believe in the planter, so maybe the planter's guiding your guiding your hand here, your feet. Uh, Umby, I'm trying to commune with the planter right now. Can you? Just, okay, like, I'm sorry. Can you just like hold. I'm trying to find my path. Please, please. I just need a. I'm setting a boundary. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm setting a boundary. Um, I think we should go this way. And Havana like puts a hand out and like follows a curved line deeper into the maze, taking a right instead of a left. And I rolled a 17 plus one. That's an 18. That's two points. I love my boy. I love my sweet boy. That's two points. Folks, this team has three points. That's true. You are schmoovin' through the labyrinth. Is there anything you'd like to do with those points? Well, how do we unlock the blanks? By spending something or by getting farther? You can spend on it if you'd like. Uh, maybe something useful might help you unlock the blanks mm. or at least give you a clue. Mm. So would the clues that we receive help us in our role through the maze? Uh, you can tell me what you want ah. from the useful. The, th- the reason why I say it's valuable or useful, valuable can be, I don't know, a piece of treasure. Ah, Useful okay. can be whatever you want, whatever you would find useful, and we can see. Now, I don't think you're going to say yes to this, but would one of those useful things possibly be a map that Michigan J Compass could reach? Nah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give you a map. I think we should save up for five to find the grove. Yeah, I think so, too. So we can reunite with Cammie. Hey, you guys, y'all can move towards the grove if you want. Yeah, I think so. That's my thought. Agreed. Cool. Cool. Cammie, what do you want to do? Cammy is going to set out into the maze. Yay! Hooray! All right, so now y'all can't see each other. I'm going to need Brandon and Amanda to step out for a moment. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. I got to get moving and grooving. What's up, Cammy? Hey. Hey. So you, you, you're ready to go? You walk down the spiral staircase leading you down, and now you are in the middle of the labyrinth. Okay, uh, I consult the map that I I drew. It's like, this doesn't help me immediately yet. Okay. <laughs> it's like you're at a point-and-click adventure, and you put it in your inventory, and it's just, like, sitting there. Great. I think Cammy has a vague idea of which direction the grove is, and so is going to set out that way. Yeah, for sure. All right. I'm going to roll survival. All right. That is a 13 plus 3 for a 16. 16. That's a 1, baby. All right. I'll take it. All right. You get one point. Woo. You are, you're, you're making, you're making your way downtown. You're walking fast. Your face is past and you're homebound. Cammy, as you're walking through, you take a left and a right and a left. It just feels right. It just feels correct. Just vibing. Yeah. And uh, this opens up into a statue garden. Beautiful. Arello said that this wasn't a museum, but now I think it is. 
each of the statues are one of the four species of green folk. Almost in like these beautiful idealized forms. Cool. Like they're all made out of stone, but it's incredibly intricate. Like the arch outside. But of course, like, you know, they're all wearing like robes and cloaks and that's been carved into the stone. Mm -hmm. So it almost looks like somehow it's almost like it's fabric. And of course, like all of these green folk are just like the most beautiful versions of this. Like, you know, big leaves, big eyes. The bug green folk is like a beetle so with the wings out and this and this huge shell, and they're all muscular. And there's only four? That's a good point. Uh, there is a fifth one. And what is it? Well, there isn't a fifth one because, you know, there's just a pedestal. There's just a pedestal? There's just a pedestal. Can I roll Arcana? If you want Arcana. Mm, maybe not Arcana. Maybe, hmm. You can roll History for an old thing. Sure. Or investigation, if you want to check it out. Or like insight on... Insights for people. No. Yeah, that's fair. All right, I'll try history. It's not my best, but... Sure. Seven plus one. As a bookish person, you know there's there's probably like a little plaque on it. So you're looking for the plaque. There's nothing there. Damn. All right. I file that away in the Cami Mental Library. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there's an opening on the other side of the statue garden. All right, I head in that direction. You're you're walking out of the statue garden, and you hear behind you. Witches brood. Why do you find yourself in the divine labyrinth? Um, I seek the key to find the salmon. No one with tainted magics is you deserve to even handle the key or utter a word towards the salmon's ears. Is it cool if my friends do that? Friends of a foul magician? No, they're pretty, like, chill, and I'm not, like, a foul magician. I'm just, like, you know, a nice little witch. That may be what you come across to those who don't know, but they'll find out soon enough. I mean... I know what I'm about, Invisible Voice. As do we, the cursed child of Baba Rutabaga. I mean, child kind of, well, actually, child doesn't imply that I have, like, a real strong connection to her. She did just, like, kind of curse me, and, like, I'm cool just living my life without her. We gave you a mandate. Get out. Working on that. <laughs> the guy that keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right, Julia, get out of here. All right. Hello, mate. Hello. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see how many more points you get. Umby. Yeah. Brandon, if you have ever in your life decided to roll an 18, 19, or 20, now is the time. I know. Here we go. Here we go. Survival check. What, what's your survival modifier? Modifier is zero. Zero. Okay. Let's see what you do. Uh, I mean, the thing that Umby's got to do is just kind of keep going through the maze with the left turns, keeping his hand on the left wall. Do you, like, you take out a bomb and, like, start sprinkling the um, the gunpowder on the ground? <laughs> I wouldn't waste gunpowder, Eric. No, you, no, you should. You shouldn't. No. You can't waste bomb stuff on it. I do briefly, just ever so briefly, think about um, using, I think I know you on one of these shrubs. But it's just, <laughs> it's so brief, Just Eric. so brief. It's so brief. So brief. You could. Well, if I'm in a pinch. 
15. Not bad. Whoa, 15. Not bad, bud. Yeah. All right, yeah. Take your one. Take your one point. Tight. Take your one nice. point. Nice. Just one more. That's all we need. Hey, can you guys make perception checks for me? We certainly can. Yeah. Another 15 for me total. 12 Ooh, plus three. Let's go. It's a two, baby. Woo! Two. Getting my bad rolls out now. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Umby, you're finding your way through the labyrinth. You're at a point in the labyrinth where it seems like everything's like crosshatched. Mm-hmm. It's like New York City streets. It's in a grid pattern. Mm-hmm. Not a very good maze at this point. <laughs> in the center area, there's a, you're walking <laughs> through a part where there's a grid area where it kind of like it opens up and there are these ro- there are rows and and you're looking around. You're keeping your hand in your left side and at the corner of your eye, you think you see something. <gasps> what? Huh? Huh? It's a flash. Is there something? No. I mean, there's no one in here other than you. No, there's no one in here other than us. Do you think you see a creature following you with a pumpkin seed for a head? <gasps> a body made out of roots? But I don't think that that's the thing that catches your eye. Because as you pass by a hedge and you look back, you think you saw the light of the afternoon sun glinting off of a long, sharp, harvesting scythe. Oh, no. 